It's another edition of the Sports Pod State of Mind. We got a recap of Championship Sunday and a preview of the Super Bowl. So let's just get right into it. Skip the intro. What do you think? Of- that was probably one of the best Championship Sundays ever. Yeah, both games going into overtime. That was the first time ever that that's happened. We were half right. You predicted Pats, Saints. I had that in August. And I had Rams, Chiefs back mm-hmm. in the... So we were both half right. We didn't. Neither of us made any money on that. I made some money off of people at work for the <laughs> Patriots game. Bunch of idiots. <laughs> I kind of got robbed, too, with that Saints game. Yeah. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, um, dude, I want to start out with the Patriots game. Okay. I'm telling you what. I've received so much shit from people questioning me for even being a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got to explain myself a little bit why I actually am a Patriots fan. Let's hear it. I really became a Patriots fan probably like three, four years ago, maybe. I don't want to say I was cheering for them in the Super Bowl against Seattle, but I feel like I definitely was because I know I did not like that Seattle team that they were going up against. And then ever since then, really, I've kind of been cheering for them. Like after the Ravens won the Super Bowl, it wasn't the same team. Right. They lost Ray Lewis. They lost Ed Reed. Ray Rice was on his way out of there. The mm-hmm. Anquan Boltons and Torrey Smiths. All those guys that I grew up with over those five years of me watching football, like they were gone, and it was a different team. So the Patriots. One of the reasons why I love them is culture. Okay. Like They're there to do their jobs. They don't have the egos. They're not idiots. They're always prepared. They're always working hard. They're like their players in general. I love all of their players, whether it's Brady and all the stuff he does on Instagram or like the Tom vs. Time. Like I was watching the video today of Brady when he gets asked in the Super Bowl, like when they had the press conferences, he's asked about who his hero is. You ever seen that video? What does he say? He says it's his dad. Okay. Like he answers his dad real quick and then he like tries to explain it and he starts tearing up and it's like that's just like the end of it. It's one of those things that, you know, it just hits you. It's like one of those moments that he's such a good guy. So I mean that the the Julian Edelmans, Danny Amendolas, the Wes Welkers. What about Gronk? Well, Gronk's the, you know... He's the wild card. I guess, but like he's always been known as that superstar, one of the mm-hmm. best tight ends ever. These other guys, though, we're talking about 5'10", 5'11", white guys that just come in, whether they're playing quarterback in college or they're playing lacrosse in college or whatever. It's just like, I, I love that about them. So, yeah, just all of that, the consistency that they bring. Another part of it was politics. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> okay. Two or three years ago, my politics were a little bit different than where they are now. Um, and so we're talking about when like Brady had the Make America Great Again hat in his locker and Bob Kraft is hanging out with Trump and Trump's <laughs> tweeting at them. He, you see what Trump tweeted the other I, night? I did not. He tweeted after the game, congratulations to Bob Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and all the Patriots. You know he wants them to win the Super Bowl so bad just so that they can come to the White House. Final, first team, I think, right? Since well, no, they were the first team. And then oh, last year, yeah. the Eagles all stood them up and yeah, didn't show up. I, I, yeah, we're not going to get too far into that. I hate politics. I don't want to say that I, I cheer for the Patriots because of that reason, but two, three years ago, that is what started it. Got you. So, yeah, there's there's so much that goes into it. I still, like, if the Ravens play the Patriots, I'm cheering for the Ravens over the Patriots. Like, they're still my team. But, like, I got all these punks that are coming at me on Twitter talking about how, I, you know, like, I like all these teams. Like, Jack Burnside, he's like, <laughs> oh, he likes Duke and he likes Alabama. Like, he's just throwing stuff out there. I'm like, all right, that's that's all BS. I don't like any of those teams. I just cheer for greatness. That's fair. There was a time where I cheered for the underdogs, and I'd love to see that story happen. But now it's like, I just want to see the most dominant people just keep winning and winning. I, I don't know, man. That's just me. Like, that's fair. I so, cheer for the Sabins and I cheer for the Belichicks. And it's like, I'm not an Alabama fan, but, like, I want to see them just dominate everyone. Okay. I think that's fun to watch. 
So you hate it? Guess what? Patriots are back in the Super Bowl. What do you got to say? What do you got to say, Lane Johnson? Y'all having fun yet? We are having fun because you know why? If the if the Rams win, the, if they beat the Patriots, we're Super Bowl champs too. Oh, really? Because, I mean, we beat the Rams in, in Week 16. So that's kind of how that one works out. Okay. So I'm going, I'm saying go Rams. Go Rams? I will, yeah, I will you and everyone else in the country. I'll bet against the Patriots bet again. against us. I, I will. Bet against us. <laughs> But that's an, uh, that's we're like ha- we're still having fun. I mean, we were we were one catch away from being in the NFC Championship. So, but hey, the Saints finally, I guess, got what was coming to them. They kind of got robbed. They got robbed again. Yeah. I saw someone say that they finally paid for Bounding Gate. I was gonna say. <laughs> were that, you about to say that? I wasn't gonna say that, but I was thinking about that when they were doing the interviews yeah. after the game. Like your reaction, I'm like, yeah, this is what you get for having Bounty a couple years ago. But no, I got a stat for you. Let's hear so it. back in '09. When they were playing the Vikings, there was the same scenario as this year. Mm-hmm. So they had lost to the same three teams in the regular season. They averaged the same amount of points, about 31 per game. And mm-hmm. they won in overtime in the NFC Championship. They were, like, destined to win that game. Obviously, yeah. it didn't turn out the way they wanted to, but... Yeah, that's crazy. So you want to break down the games? Let's do it. All right. By the way, one more thing I wanted to add, Patriots fan-wise. Around that same time, two, three years ago, is when I got into Barstool. And Barstool, obviously, is huge Patriots fans. So, like, me listening to their podcast every day for the last two years, like, that's also where it's grown from. Got you. Fair enough. I put it out there. Y'all can keep saying whatever you want. Guess what? I don't care, though, because <laughs> my guy's going to have six rings. He's running out of fingers soon. Mm-hmm. No, but it, so this is what, Brady's ninth appearance now? Ninth appearance in 17 seasons. And he's going to be, he'll be 5-4 and four after after the Rams win, right? Yeah, still a winning record nine games in. But Magic Johnson is. He's nine. He's five for nine. Five for nine. All right. Which which game do you want to break down first? Let's just let's go Patriots. I'm okay. all wild up on them. So um yeah, like you said, Patriots now have more or Brady has more Super Bowl appearances than any other team in league history. Okay. So he's got nine. Patriots have eleven. The next team is Pittsburgh. They got like what? They had four rings in the seventies, way back when. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years ago, they got two. Two thousand six or 2008 and 2005, and then they were in the Super Bowl again in 2010. So they've been to a total of eight Super Bowls right. in all. So they're 6-2. and two. Brady's been to nine. He's 5-3. and three. Denver has been to eight Super Bowls. Okay. They're 3-5. and five. Cowboys have been to eight Super Bowls. They're 6-2. and Or no, they're not 6-2. What are the Cowboys? 5-3. Five and, they're five fu- and, five they and three. have 5, yeah. Yeah, they're 5-3. and three. Yeah, so they'd be 5-3. and three. 49ers, they've been to six, so they're 5-1. and one. I mean, you're talking about teams that have been around for decades, and Brady's been here for less than two, and he's got almost six. About to be. Yeah. Pretty insane. That is. Another crazy thing about Brady going back to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. is that list of AFC quarterbacks who have been in the Super Bowl over the last so many years. Have you ever seen that list? It's like the picture, and it shows all their faces on it, and it's like this guy was here 2010, 2011, 2012. Was it all like not no nobody quarterbacks? or was Well, it all- no. For a while, it used to be. It's like, wow. Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, and Tom Brady have been in the Super Bowl right. for the AFC all these years. And now it's just like, wow, Tom Brady's dominated this list. Because I think the way it goes, from 2000, it was Brady, and then the Raiders, and then Brady, Brady, Ben, Brady, Peyton Manning, Brady, Brady, Peyton Manning, Brady, Brady, Ben. Joe Flacco gets thrown in there one time, right, right. and then it's Brady, Brady, Ben, or, um, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Brady, Brady, Brady. Like, it's just wow. Brady so many times. It's unbelievable. Yeah, so he really has dominated. Yeah. Kind of makes you think, like, 
<clears throat> how many rings would Peyton Manning have won in a non-Brady era? Yeah. Same with like Big Ben, well, Phil that's, Rivers. That's had, part of the like that's part of the goat argument when they talk about Jordan because they're always like, yeah, well, look at all the guys that didn't win because Jordan was playing. And you exactly. start naming out all the um, Charles Barkleys and you know Patrick all, Ewing, exactly all those guys. Brady's like that too. Peyton's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He only got two Super Bowl rings. Right. Ben has been one of the best forever. He's only got, or not one of the best forever, but like in the AFC, he's been dominant for a while. Yeah. Only two rings. Aaron Rodgers is considered one of the best of all time, right? Mm-hmm. He's only been in the Super Bowl one time. Uh, yeah. Drew Brees has only been there one time. Brady's won his ninth time. Yeah. That's insane. And you think about, like, talk, just talk about dynasties, too, for a second. Like, in a league where there's a salary cap and there's free agency and, you, you know, the worst team gets the best draft pick every single season, when's the last time the Patriots had a top-five draft pick? It's Never. probably been, like, 30 years. Right. They pick at the end of the draft every year, and yet they always find great players. And Sonny Michel this past guys. year. Dude, he's a what, stud. How many? He had, what, you said 29 carries, 113 yards, two touchdowns. And he was their what like thirty second or thirty first pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah, that's. They just find guys that can do whatever. Like they don't have a Todd Gurley that can do everything, but Sony Michelle he can run the ball pretty well. James White can catch the ball pretty well. Burkhead, you got to get that guy blocking in there. You throw Burkhead. You know, like they got guys that can come in there and do their role, do their job, not come in demanding money and demanding right. respect and ego and whatever. Like they're just there to get one thing done. Right. Did you see the post game inter- like not the post game interviews, but they had a camera in the locker room after the Patriots had won. What was it? And it's following all the guys around. And Brady and Edelman. That like Brady walks up to him. He's like, "Hey man, great game. Love you." And they're just talking about how they love each other. And Edelman's like, "You're the Jordan. I'm here to make you better than Jordan. That's why." I play. I want to make sure that you're the best of all time. And Brady's like, dude, I just play because I love you. That's all. That's all. That's <laughs> the only reason why I play. <laughs> wow, that's funny. Dude. That was like a five-minute video you should check out because I, I, I saw him going it. around the locker room. It's clear that everybody in that locker room would go to war for him. Yeah. Like, there's people want to make fun of him for kissing his son and doing all this stuff, but oh, like, yeah, I don't mind dude, that. he's the best guy. He doesn't care what other people think, and yeah. that's what it's. That's honestly, that's the if, attitude to have. If you don't like him, then you're a loser. Honestly. Bunch of idiots. Let's talk about. You want to talk about? I think there were a couple bad calls in this game. How about the some um, what ifs? Yeah, some what ifs. So the Edelman fumble, the fingertips. He didn't touch it. I don't know. They did play all the angles, so I guess I guess that was fair. Yeah, I didn't see one angle where it looked like it. It was close. On the, his one thumb looked like super close. You couldn't tell if it bounced off or not. Defensive roughing the passer. That was a bad one. That was bad. And then Hogan's one catch. Was that pretty. was a catch. I thought that was a catch too. Like obviously, he, I know I'm biased, but I don't know. The biggest one that stood out was the defensive roughing the passer. Yeah, that was a bad one. And like, let, let's talk about like, do you think the rule should be changed in such an explosive? How the NFL is kind of moving towards explosive offenses, very little defense. Mm-hmm. There should be you should get if you score a touchdown, you should be able to match that. I think you think so. You, you got to start because the first team that's going to get the ball is going to mm-hmm. score almost every time. I mean, so you, I don't know. Astro Breeze, what happened to them? We had two games and one of them did it. Yeah. If you look at so everyone wants to throw this out, change the overtime rules now because they suck and college is way so much more better. Right. Fifty-five percent of the time, not even the team that wins the coin toss wins the game. It's not, yeah, not 90%, not 70%. But how many of, the, of those teams go down and score touchdowns and don't even give the other chance a, a team to, uh, to score? 55% of the time. Huh. 
All right, that, that's a good. You you were ready for that one. I was ready. Yeah, I'm telling you. Like <laughs> I know everyone's been saying it because everyone hates the Patriots and they want to see Kansas City win the game. I yeah, you know, I would find excuses everywhere. I wanted to be up twenty bucks. If it's ninety percent of the time, then yeah, that makes sense. That's obviously like, come on, we got to change something up. But um, it's fifty percent of the time. It's okay. not that big of a deal. Brady, it's, like Brady, is known for that. If you give him the ball in overtime, he's gonna win the game. That's but, on you for going overtime. You shouldn't have had it that close in the first place. Did he have heads or he's tails? He's the goat for a reason. Was he they, called heads. Ooh, which should. yeah. So hmm. Jared Goff called tails, or no, he called heads, and it ended up being tails. And yeah. I tweeted it out. I was like, dude, tails never fails. Was, Come on. Yeah. And then. The Patriots went up for the coin toss, and, like, I'm sitting there with my family, and they're like, all right, let's call tails, let's go. And he said heads, and immediately I panicked. I was like, oh, no, what are you doing? But they won. They went right down. Yeah, they dominated time of possession, too. Yeah, so if you look at the numbers for that game, it went to overtime, but um, the Patriots really dominated everything. Right. First downs. They had double the first downs, 36 to 18. Total plays, 94 to 47. They had almost double. Or, no, it was about double. Exactly. Total yards, 524 to 290. Yards per play, the Chiefs had the advantage there by 0.6, uh, 5.6 to 6.2. Third down percentage, they had 19 third down conversions. Attempts, they went 13 for 19 okay. compared to 4 for 9. Wow. And then finally, the best stat out there, time of possession, 44 minutes to 20, 53, 21 minutes, 43 to 21 minutes. That's that's just crazy, dude. Like, and, you, you, the it's Pats should have won by more than six after like looking at these stats. Yeah, you would think that it would like was a blowout, but well, yeah, I, and I mean like you got to think their game plan going into Arrowhead was definitely keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands, right? Keep him on the sideline for as long as possible. Um, and then we talked about taking away. Bill Belichick takes away what you do best. Tyree I said he was going to take away Tyree Kill. Look at Tyree Kill's his stats for the game. One catch for 42 yards. That was in the second quarter. He got open on one play, and then after that, it was back to... Yeah. He, he only had three targets. Kelsey didn't play well. I mean, he had three They shut catches. him down, too. That's impressive. But then you do see the guys like Sammy Watkins stepped up big. I mean... Four catches, 114 yeah. yards. Yeah, he had two big catches. One play where he got past Stephon Gilmore. He picked up half those yards. So, really, it's like... And that was, that was the first drive of the third quarter. So... Honestly, four catches, that's not bad at all. They shut down the Chiefs' running game. Yeah. Only 30 yards for Williams. Yeah, and then Williams. He was having a real good year. Mm-hmm. The pressure on Patrick Mahomes, he was under pressure 45% of the time Jeez. on 31 dropbacks. Because his stats, he had close to 300 yards. I had 395. I think he had 295, 295. total. Yeah, 16 for 31, 295, three touchdowns. And then you look at the Patriots, Brady, 3 for 46, 348, one touchdown. He had two picks. The one pick was bad, especially in the red zone in the second quarter. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Sony Michelle, 29 carries. Like, 29 carries, that's awesome. 113 yards, two touchdowns. Julian Edelman, seven catches, 96 yards. Gronk, six catches, 79 yards. You know, the two guys that are too old, can't do anything, can't play anymore. (laughs) How about that catch that Gronk had on third and five when when Brady sent him long? Oh, didn't he almost score on that? He got tackled inside the five. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, was, that was like a perfect – that you couldn't have – the guy was all over him too. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Eric Berry? It was Eric Berry. Like, is a stud, and he Pro was having trouble all covering him all, all day. Mm-hmm. But he has a great storyline too. If you ever – if he was the one who had cancer a couple years ago, mm-hmm. came back, that yeah, that's awesome. But, and he's been known throughout his career as being that guy that shuts down Gronk. Like, like Patriots have had problems playing against him and Gronk. I mean, that sums it up pretty well, man. Yeah, so then overall, Brady now is 3-0 in overtimes. 
okay. in the playoffs. Oh, another cool thing I want to throw out there, Brady's been yet to be sacked this postseason. He was hurried only three times, pressured only three times Fantastic. in that Chiefs game. That was it. Unbelievable. Because wow. the start of the year, we were talking about the Patriots offensive line, losing Nate Solder, losing a couple guys. They right. were, they drafted a guy, they traded for another guy. Like, it wasn't looking that good. Uh, especially when, you know, Brandon Graham stripping him last year in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. So, the fact that the line's playing great, outstanding. Especially with Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald coming up. Right. <laughs> yeah, Patriots now 5-1 and one in the playoffs against when they played the number one ranked offense. Who's their only loss, do you know? I don't know who that one was against. Would that be Peyton Manning? I, I think it was Peyton. Peyton's that team when they had the number one offense and then they made the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, because they made the Super Bowl. I know Patriots lost to them in the 2015 AFC Championship in Denver. And then Peyton was in the Super Bowl in 2013 too. So they probably lost that game. Or, yeah, they had to have because Patriots have been to the AFC Championship well, that's when nine years in a row. The Seattle, I think that's the year that Seattle upset Denver. Like was it was the number one offense versus the number one defense. Forty three to eight, and the defense yeah. like scored a, a crap ton of safety on the first play of the game. Right. I mean, dominating. I mean, you you'd think it was the dominating performance by the the Patriots, but ended up being a lot closer than, than the stat lines tell you. Do you have anything to say about D Ford? D Ford. He was the guy that was offside when Brady threw his third pick. Remember that play? I talked about it on here before. <laughs> you cannot make mistakes against the Patriots, or else they're gonna nope. cost you. Yeah, and like uh, he was off by he wasn't. It was like pretty obvious. Too, it was like half he? his body. Yeah. Because yeah, like as soon as the ball got snapped, you see the ref on the sideline. He throws the flag immediately. So everyone immediately wants to say, "Oh, Patriots threw an interception. Let's get the refs involved real quick. Put a flag on the field." No, like you can see it on TV. The flag's on the ground. Yeah. And then a lot of people were giving crap to Brady, too, because they're like, oh, free play. Brady, throw the ball deep. How come he wasn't going to do that? Whereas he was about to throw it deep, and at the last second he turns his head, goes to Gronk. And he kind of threw the ball too high, and a little bit too hard, because I think he was planning on going deep. And that's why it bounced off Gronk's fingers and then gotcha. landed in the Chiefs' hands. Gotcha. That's unfortunate. Everyone's like, whoa, if that interception happens, then we're looking at Patriots gave up a 14-point lead in the second half. Brady threw three picks. Not a good game. And instead, that play gets erased. Brady comes back out, goes five for five. He had a 25-yard completion. He converted on three third down and tens. Just oh yeah, that was, was unbelievable. That was insane. Mm-hmm. The, the, those three third downs. I was like, all right, are, are they going to stop him? Like, come on now, dude. Can't it's... make a mistake. Can't make a mistake. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, that was that was great. Let's hop over into the Rams Saints. Yeah, NFC side. Should we bring up the call right away? Or we you have know? to. Yeah. Arguably the worst call of all time. Worse than Des catch? Yeah, because at least that was like a ruling issue. This was just obvious, and there were so many things they could have called on it. There was like four different things that could have been called. You can call like helmet to helmet, pass interference, oh, um, like unnecessary roughness, like on a defensive defenseless right. receiver. The the thing that didn't really get talked about much is that could have been a pick six. If he had turned his head mm-hmm. and noticed that the ball was underthrown, it, but he was so concerned that he wasn't going to get to the guy, so that's obviously why. But he had a clear interception if he would have just turned his head around. It wasn't but, even playing the ball. Just no. went in helmet to helmet. And to not, you could see that in real time how that was a pass interference. I don't know how you can't review that or why you can't review that play because thinking back, like I know I had picked the Rams to win the game, but I really wanted I would it would have been fun to see Breeze versus Brady cuz that's yeah, never that's not going to happen again. I mean, yeah. I doubt I doubt the the Saints are going to be as good as they were this year cuz there's going to be the Eagles are going to be back, the Rams are still going to be good, like it's going to be harder and harder 
to see Brady Breeze again. I like how you didn't say the Patriots won't be back in it next year because it's not going to be that hard for them next year. I know because the AFCs there's not really much. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> let's let's stay on topic. Yeah, and especially with what six referees on the field for none of them to see it. Yeah, that's horrible. That's bad. You're ruining legacies at this point. Mm-hmm. Because this is this is like Breeze's last two raw. He has one one more year left on his deal. Yeah, he said he's coming back for one more year for sure. But I'm kind of nervous about Drew Brees. Drew Brees did not look the same at the end of the season. Second half of the year, his arm was looking a little bit tired. Yeah. He was starting to show a little bit of age. It was that um, Eagles game. They probably roughed him up a little bit too too much. Oh, you think so? <laughs> I would say that Dallas game. I think the, the Dallas, Dallas game is the turning point for the Saints. Right. Because they went from Super Bowl favorites. Easily. I think they were everyone's Super Bowl favorites in Week 10. And then after that, the offense just wasn't the same. I don't know about the defense, but, like, clearly it wasn't the same team. So, it's sad. Like, I kind of cheer for the Saints. Yeah. My cousin <laughs> plays on them, Alex Anzalone, the one linebacker. Are you actually related to him? Not that I know of. Okay, that's what I thought. 6'4", <laughs> like, 250, blonde hair. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to reach out to him and see, like, if there's any relation down the line. I mean, maybe. Because he's from PA. Oh, really? You know why I'm missing Pennsylvania, that's yeah. that's where he went to high school. Dude, if he's from PA and he's got a last name Anceloni, it's got to like, be a good chance somewhere. You gotta get one of those twenty three and Me kits and do that. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I just got my dad one of them. That's the, that's how the government keeps checks on you. Oh yeah. <laughs> dad and Face ID and you know fingerprint scans a couple years ago. Yep. Yeah. Very sure. <laughs> yeah. So the stats for this game: Breeze went twenty six for 40, 249, two, two touchdowns, one interception. The running game for the Saints. Ingram had nine carries, 31 yards. Kamara had eight carries, 15 wow. yards. I don't know what happened there. I mean, you can't run against that. That front four is pretty scary for the Rams. So, Kamara did have a big game catching the ball. He had 11 catches for 96 yards. Thomas only had four catches for 36. Remember last game against the Rams? He went off for like 200. He was pulling cell phones out of the, the end zone. Oh, post. yeah. Yeah, that was that game. Now, the Rams didn't have a keep to leave. That could be a factor. That was a big factor. Tlaib's a stud. Goff, 25 for 40, 297, one touchdown, one pick. Todd Gurley, four carries. Four, four carries for Todd Gurley for only 10 yards. What do you think's up with him? Dude, I don't know. You think he's hurt? He had two drop catches. One of them ended up being an interception. That was Goff's only pick. And it's not like Anderson came in the game and was balling out. He only he had 16 carries, so four times as many, but yeah, 44 geez. yards. At least he's, I don't know. I mean, Cook's had a good game, I guess you could say. Seven catches, 107. Yeah. That's another storyline. Well, we'll get into storylines in a second. But uh, revenge games, Brandon Cooks against the Patriots. Oh, yes. And then the team stats, they were tied 19 for 19 in first downs, 64 to 68 in total plays. The Rams had the advantage, 5.6 yards per play compared to 4.5 of the Saints. And then third down percentages, the Rams were 6 for 16. The the Saints were 6 for 14. Time of possession, 32 minutes to 30 minutes. So... This game was a lot closer. This game looks like it would be an overtime game. Right. The kicker for the Rams was very clutch. Came out there and hit that 57-yarder. Looked like it would have been good from 67. Oh, my gosh. That looked, that that kick was amazing. He hit the back net from 57 out. That could have that might have broken the record. If it was, like, if, what's the record? 64, I think. It clearly was at least 64 yards. Yeah. Yeah, and especially with all the kicking problems that we had this year. You know? It was good to see. Yeah. A little change up to it. Finally, maybe probably the last thing to talk about from this game. Mm-hmm. Were you listening to it? Did you hear the whistle man at all? No. Did you read about that at all? Isn't there some Saints fan that has like a whistle in the stadium? So I was reading a little bit about that. I think there was like hundreds of people in the stands that just had whistles for this game and were blowing. I don't think it was just one guy. 
And the whole time you're trying to watch the game and you yeah. just hear whistles going on like the little side speakers. And you're watching the game too and it's clearly messing up the players because they don't know if the play's dead. They're like, There were some plays where they would just stop trying and they're looking around like they don't know what's going on. That's messed up. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, they didn't like kick those people out. Well, there's no way they let you bring whistles in. Mm-mm. But then someone else was even saying that it was just people in the stand. I think it was people in the stands with whistles, but then they were also saying it was just them doing it with their mouth. Like actually whistling. Well, that's and impressive. Just being that, that's like that's impressive. That. That's really football. Total football guy of the week or something maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Either way, it may like that stadium is for sure the loudest stadium. Still, Rams on the road going into the Superdome, big time win. It's impressive. Mm-hmm. We're down to Atlanta for the Super Bowl, and you're gonna take the Pats probably. Absolutely. All right, how much do you want to bet? I'll bet twenty bucks. Do you really think? I'm not twenty dollars confident. Yeah, are you not? I'll really? do ten. I'll do 10. Not that confident? No, I'm definitely not confident, but I, def- I just want to go against you for this game. Dude, you really think Brady and Belichick are going to lose two Super Bowls in a row? Sean McVay and Jared Goff, baby. Sean McVay, homecoming. You want to talk about storylines? Yeah, let's, let's do it. So, Sean McVay is originally from Atlanta. Okay. He actually won a football state title in the Georgia Dome, age gap-wise. Last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl, they were playing against the Patriots Okay. back in 2001. Okay. Tom Brady was, I don't know, probably 23. He was, you know, somewhere around that age, maybe younger. Sean McVay was in high school playing football. And Jared Goff was seven years old. So think about that for a second. Do you really think those two are going to beat him? I don't know. McVay is, is a genie. Jared Goff and Tom Brady also are from, like, I think they're from, like, less than an hour away from each other. From where they grew up in California. Right. I saw that picture. That's really cool. That was uh, the one where they weren't the coaches like growing up close to each other. Or so, it was something else. It was it was Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes. Right. They right, were from right. the same little area in Texas. Yeah. Dude, yeah, the age gap. That's funny. Golf was in like first grade, second grade, when Brady was playing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's unreal. Brady's first Super Bowl. That's unreal. Eight later, and golf's just making his first. Last time the Patriots and the Rams played. Not in the Super Bowl, but actually played. That was Tom Brady's 201 career win, which put him as the most winningest quarterback of all time. Wow. No quarterback had ever won 201 games. Peyton Manning had 200, and so that game's what broke the record. So we're going to have another record, you think? Tom Brady about to beat him again. You're thinking Super Bowl number six. I absolutely am. And then um, let's talk about how the teams have changed since their last Super Bowl appearance. Okay. So this is a pretty funny one. Um, let me find this. So the Patriots have had three other quarterbacks since that one Super Bowl playing games. They've had, well, maybe not because I'm like Brian Hoyers and them have gotten in and blowout games. Right, right, right. But Matt Castle, he played in the 2009 season when Tom Brady tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. And then 2016 season is when Jimmy Garoppolo played in two games and Jacoby Dursett played in two games right. because Brady was suspended. So the Rams have had 15 quarterback changes <laughs> since then. They've also had seven head coaches. They've changed their jerseys three different times. Nice. So and they've played in two different cities. So we even had a relocation put in there, too. When they played in the Super Bowl um, in, you said, 2001? or It was or, February 2002. Weren't they still L.A.? Or they weren't? They were St. Louis. They were St. Louis at that mm-hmm. point? Okay. Yeah, that was the Kurt Warner days. Greatest show on turf. Gotcha. That's some saber metrics for you right there. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited. February 4th, right? Or February 2nd? I think it's the 3rd. 
Yeah, you're right around there. Close enough. It was just such a great weekend for football. Yeah. Those two games were so much fun to watch. Dude, what are we going to do without football? Like, this sports podcast is going to – we're going to have to get real creative. We're just going to have to put out, like – A lot of what-ifs. Yeah. We some do like, what-if scenarios or something. We'll do a little of that. We'll, we'll pick up NBA. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to pick up something else, too. Right. I don't know. Maybe uh, – what's it called? I saw this one. This one was on ESPN the other day. Um, what's it called? With the know. little holes in the – you toss the beanbags in the holes. Cornhole. Cornhole. Oh, it was yeah, like yeah. professional cornhole. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to start covering that, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, your boy Andy Reid is now 1-5 in, in conference championship games. Yeah. One win, I think, was 2004. When they lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl. What cheating scandal was that? Was that oh Spygate? You or, know what? Or was that? I'm so sick of this. Uh, this year's ref gate, probably. By the by the way, did you see the la- by the way did you see the laser pointers being pointed at Brady's face during the AFC Championship? Nope. Yeah, so there were laser pointers in the stands happen. flashing in Brady's face, like a green laser pointer during plays and stuff. You want to tell me? I, all right, tell me for one reason why no one's talking about that on TV. Because you know, if that was in Foxborough and that was Patrick Mahomes getting stuff shined in his face, that would be the number one story in the league right now. That would be called Lasergate. They would have a name for it already. Spygate. We have Spygate. What else is there? Spygate, Deflategate, Refgate. I mean, you're going to run know out what, of ways to okay. cheat at this point. I don't know what Refgate is, one. Deflategate was the biggest fraud, the biggest witch hunt ever. Brady <laughs> didn't do anything wrong. The only thing he got charged with was not, like, he wasn't complying with them. He, that was it. They didn't find anything on him. Still gave him four games, and guess what? They went three and one, won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, so, they, that yeah. was a big F you. Dude. Yeah, big <laughs> F you. Um, and the other one, Spygate. Like that was they. They, they didn't were, even they didn't even break the rules. Like it they was just a unethical. video recording. Oh come on now. They were recording plays like every other team does. They weren't even recording practices. They were recording the plays, and they would record the sidelines, and they would just match up the hand signals with the plays. It's that's, not in the rules. That's pretty unethical, dude. Yeah, but it's also very smart. Oh my god. So, okay, I don't. Whatever. Are we betting ten bucks or not? We are betting ten bucks. All right, shake okay. on it. Ten bucks. Dummy. You think <laughs> you'd learn your lesson by now? Nope. Guess what? Patriots are going to be back in the Super Bowl again next year too. Oh, there we go. And the year after that. I think this is where we end the show. You all done? Yeah. Max you, Kellerman. You have, you have anything else to say? Guilty until proven innocent. That's what the Patriots are. That's the last thing I have to say. All you haters. Another Super Bowl champ. Here we go. (laughs) Peace out.